Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Reexperience, as we like to call it. Re3 is where you guess that we do all three of those things to our favorite video game series. In this edition of Re3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for Halo Infinite on December 8th. That's right, we have a date. Finally. As of recording, of course. We'll see. No, I'm kidding, I don't know. <laughs> and here to go on Master Chief's saga with me, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trio. We're here. That's it. We're here. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> We're here. In Delaware County Zone, Chris Gaddis. We're here. Thank you, Chris. We're here. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> here we go. We're ready for more Halo 3 OD. Oddest. ST. Oddest for short. But yeah, guys, we got a fucking date. Yeah. Holy shit. Infinite. December 8th. December 8th. Day I, after my birthday. That was expected. I, I could have, like... I'm like, there's no way it's October, November. Like, no, there's no way. Oh, I was thinking it was just next year. No, no. This they said holiday this year, and it just, like this seems to me to be fall. one of those things of like. There's so many eyes on this game too. I think that's before you even say anything. No, I know, but what like, is that? That doesn't mean anything. What does that I, mean? We're all looking at this game. No, absolutely. Take any other game that would could be doing this, and nobody would care. But it's Halo. So what do you? Matters. I don't. I don't think that's. I mean, I think people like. What, I totally disagree. What with do you. you mean in the way of like they don't care? I'm confused. If. Give me an example of a game that people would be like excited for, but not like this excited. That would be what? like if a, like a remake, like a, a remake of an old. What do you mean that's like to come back? But like because I feel like I, Cyberpunk was on this level of excitement. Like I feel like as many eyes are on I'm that not game as like, I'm trying to think of it. Like I don't know what you're trying to. Like I get what you mean of the way of there's a lot of eyes on it, but like hold it, on. Returnal. Pick a Returnal for example. If Returnal for some reason didn't have a date. And, like, it's, it's a game people, like, saw, liked, but, like, nobody's looking at it like they are Halo. Well, of course, because it's a new IP. I mean, yeah, like, I think that's, right, like, that makes right. obvious but, sense. But, like, a lot of people were excited about it. There's sure. A, everyone no, has I their think eyes on Everyone has their eyes on I feel like, Everyone's yes, watching I, it. Everyone, every fucking move. I just oh, yeah. don't understand what they've been doing. Like why they keep delaying? Why they keep They're doing not delaying? This. I, well, I, no, they. I'm sorry, they stopped. They, they. It was. It was coming and coming. They kept coming out, pushing out the dates. I felt. Did we have a date before? Didn't we have like a solid date? It was supposed no. to come out. No, no. Didn't I they say it so. was on no. release? Oh yes. Like we had other release. We had. This has been delayed how many times? Technically, like in the way once. of like once. You're. You're. I think you're overblowing this. No, yes. I don't it think is, I. It's been delayed one time. All right. So fine. I'll take that. But even still, in the way of they just don't seem to know the way that there's things not coming out with the game. I am worried. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Like it's gonna be fun you know, and whatever. You know, you know what happens? It's not exclusively made for Series X. There's not doing all these things that I just think a next generation, the next, the final Halo, should be doing. It's made for the architecture on the last thing. They seem to be having issues that they're talking about openly with things that aren't gonna be involved in the game, be it multiplayer, be it all this stuff. I am worried, and I'm hoping for the best. And I think multiplayer is gonna be fun. But like, I'll take the delay thing for what it is. Fine. It, it does. Feel, it feels like it's been delayed five times. Well, I don't know if that's fair to them or true. not. No, I'm saying that. But uh, like, but it feels like it's been on the back burner forever. And then like stuff like this coming out where we're not really getting much on campaign so far. I think like, they're holding like, close to the vest on purpose. Right. Why talk about I don't this know. campaign if it's going to be a big deal? Because they keep they talking do about with Halo like, this 3. open and then we, it's open world. We talked about it. No, and they didn't do that with Halo 3. My and this can and the, the way they're ending this is this campaign's probably going to mean a lot. So why just talk about it a ton? 
give us anything. I don't know. I'm. I. I just. I'm like the the, the multiplayer is going to be fine and going to be fun. But it's weird that they're doing all these things, and it's new. Sure, it's a new generation. Sure, other games have been doing it, but I am concerned. That's where I'm at. This is a sixty dollar campaign, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and hey, like if and if and we've paid away, we've paid sixty dollars for campaign, just like sure right. single single player games like that before. I, so. I was waiting. I was like, who's gonna say it's not it's not right? I'm like, that's bullshit. I was like, you paid for sixty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Before. You can't give that uh, argument at all. Yeah, and I mean, basically, you're you know, you're obviously your multiplayer is free, but like. Maybe no. you'll get something. And I think I would argue that, that most people bought the old Halos to play the campaign, mostly in the way of like, especially in the old. But even still, I would agree. Like, the open world doesn't excite me. I don't. The think idea it, of the it is. They said it's open. World. I don't think it's going to be the open world in the sense you're thinking. All right. Well, then they shouldn't call it an open world. I think that's just a, that's fine. It's a, no, it's that's a marketing tool. That's fair. But then I'm confused. So I I, well, I, I, I do don't you consider Dishonored two open world. No. I could guarantee you they probably said Dishonored 2 was open world. That was like linear open world, they'd say. Kind of like how Metro Exodus is, where it's like linear, semi-linear It's a linear, yeah, but no, but but again, they they called it that, like, when they were, at least I felt like I remember them being I feel like they called it straight out the gate, open world. They did. No, like, in the way, no, they called it in the way of, like, like, with the Dishonored and find upgrades and, and stuff like that. So that doesn't sound like Halo to me. That doesn't, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping this well, campaign shits on Halo 5 for me. It needs it, to. It, I it mean, let's put it this way. If it's worse it than Halo 5... It has to. If it's worse <laughs> than Halo 5, I, don't, I can't even imagine that. Truly. So I, I'm, I'm hesitant here. I am. That's where I'm at, at least, with this, with this release date. Chris, where are you at? Got checked. I'm excited. Yeah, I, okay. I, Good. It's just <laughs> Somebody's Halo's back. You know, Master Chief's back. Let's just hope that they're not doing the... The marketing ploy of I hope, dude. I'm just I'm a little. Let's hope they've learned from Halo Five. Let's actually. That's a great point. Look at Halo 5's marketing. They really downed on the campaign. They really advertised this lock and chief. They lied. Thing absolutely. They didn't necessarily tell the truth. I mean, they. I I think saying it in the nicest way possible is they lied. Truly, they or or they knowingly misled. With those, sure. with those trailers, sure. I won't, I won't yeah. object or. They knew what they were doing. Agree. Yeah, right. So maybe they were like, "All right, we, maybe we should just shut up about the campaign." One, it it means a lot more, and two. I think if we say too much, it's going to ruin things. No, I think they've absolutely. showed like, like there are. I have so many questions from like what we've seen. There's I like, and I feel like the more they show that isn't relevant there's no context to these situations i'll be doing the same thing who's this fucking cortana model who where what happened to the unsc in infinity what why happened to unsc out? what is going yeah, on why is she wearing clothes yeah. damn it <laughs> <laughs> who made these decisions no, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no i i, I but agree like, yeah like i i don't know I, I don't mind that they're doing what they're doing i think a lot of people had fun with the, the test flight i feel like the test no, flight no, was good were, and I I, there was good things back from that you didn't no i just ran into a bunch of performance issues yeah. Okay. Like I couldn't full I couldn't full screen the game. I would go to like uh, change key bindings and they wouldn't save. I heard like about that. that from someone else um, actually. But I mean, it felt like Destiny, and I've been playing a lot of it, like the sliding and like there's a mantle. I don't know. It just there's a mantle. Then there's all that too. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we eventually play, it feels like, oh, arcadey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, that's, so you've never played Halo Five? At oh, all? I've played Halo Five. Oh, you I played like the multiplayer and stuff. Oh, oh I, yeah. I love okay. the multiplayer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiplayer yeah, was like, amazing. Okay, interesting. Because that's interesting to hear you say. Because yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of that stuff exists. I heard a lot about the stuff about the campaign, and I was like, I don't want to play. There's no point. 
truly we can catch you up on it in about two seconds, which, I mean, we'll play it, though, so that'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> All right, let, let's get back on course. Let's <laughs> jump into Data Hive and Kozlo Highway, and as well as the epilogue for our final ODST level. Episode, not level, episode. <laughs> so, um, taking off from last time, it was Kikawani Station, so we are back in our new, new Mombasa loop. We hear the song Light at the end, and we receive a radio transmission from Dare, uh, right as we get out of the, you know, the, that cutscene. So the rookie shakes the biofoam canister, then squeezes some foam out. Seeing that that is empty, he tosses it to the ground and then picks up a transmission. I'll be Dare. Let's Can anyone it. hear me? This is Captain Veronica Dare. My beacon is active. Need immediate assistance. Someone please respond. The rookie looks up to see a phantom passing by, activating its searchlight, and he then readies his SMG and moves out. So we are taken to a beacon that leads us down an elevator shaft, which we're repelled down into the underground, and we begin the level Data Hive. Data Hive is the ninth and penultimate campaign level of ODST, set in the immense data facility below New Mombasa, where the Covenant are trying to gain access to the Superintendent's data core. It is the first linear level in the game after the hub. A view of a dimly lit room in the superintendent's data center is shown with an elevator car on the bottom of its shaft. The rookie descends the elevator shaft and drops to the top of the elevator car. Buck, is that you? Static. <laughs> They've got me cornered. I'm low on ammo. If you can hear me, I'm on the sub-level 9 near station t As Dare is cut off by the static interference, the rookie clicks his comm link with his fingers and glances at the wall to his right with a text sublevel 07 is written, accompanied by the superintendent's avatar. After going down the first service corridor for some time, the rookie can overhear a brief conversation between two grunts before they spot him. Why Yanmi not yet seal this entrance? Too busy building fancy spit house. Nah, if traitor escape, it their fault, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we ever get an explanation why they speak English? I think they learn it. But is probably, that, but like, I would assume that they learn it. No, it is, but it's like... Why are you guys speaking English to each other? A lot of them, like, er <laughs> no, all of them no, I know, no, I just, Maybe it's more, like overtaking this is their language. This is more just clicking in now Hunters that I'm thinking about Hunters don't talk. It. Drones don't talk. Jackals don't speak English. But again, we kind of know that they're like this renegade group of pirates that have yeah. joined the Covenant. They don't seem to be I like I guess you could take it as like maybe as a translator. They have tra I don't know, but like it is just interesting to me to think like in these cutscenes, like even back yeah. on the Covenant homeworld, they're all speaking English. Maybe it is like a translator. <laughs> like, like, cause in, I know, like obviously, in, like there's like that movie Valkyrie where the, they they kind of start off in everyone speaking German, but then it makes like a fade into like, all right, realize everyone's speaking German, but really we just made it English, so like you an, all an immerse, immersion. yeah, immersion, yeah, like yeah. it's like all right, we're gonna establish that this is what's actually happening, but for purposes of the story, you will be hearing it as this. Whereas, the, I mean, obviously, you don't need that much thought when it comes to these, and they probably didn't even think about it, but it's just funny. To think about like mm -hmm. the grunts are just speaking it because it does sound like broken english to each other yeah like, I mean, it does yeah yeah after yeah. that conversation we exactly just had, that's yeah, what i mean that's pretty broken mm -hmm. okay the rookie traverses through the facility in small uh, mm. the rookie traverses through the facility encountering small amounts of covenant resistance he then starts to pick up a conversation between the superintendent and a lone survivor i'll be the uh survivor do it virgil now construction ahead expect delays I'm gonna die, you hear me? This way, we have it trapped. As the hooky... As the hooky... As the rookie pushes through a few Covenant lances... Lances? Yeah, it means like a small... Small country. Okay. Yeah. He rescues a survivor who turns out to be an NMPD officer. 
Thanks, Trooper. They almost had me. I'm trying to get down to the next level, checking my team, but this stack is locked down tight. The data stack suddenly activates when the rookie approaches it. Welcome. Access granted. Well, guess you have something I don't. Or he says, well, looks like you got the magic touch. <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, drone suddenly flies out of the wall, wall shaft. Buggers, look out. After the drones are killed. What's wrong with you, Virgil? You trying to get me killed? Warning, hitchhikers may be escaped convicts. The two descend down the stack. They drop into a circular room and the rookie heads through the door. Can't see a damn thing. You go first. The rookie can see drones eating some bodies. Son of a bitch. These are my guys. Buggers got all of them. In a whispered tone. Now I'll have to check on the dog myself. What are you doing down here anyway? Don't want to tell me? That's all right. We all have secrets. The two defeat the Covenant forces. They eventually meet a dead end with a data shack stack. Uh, you going down to level nine too? I guess I could use some backup. Welcome. Access granted. Go ahead, trooper. Raise the stack. If the rookie doesn't have 29 audio logs, the officer will stay up as the drone appears. You hear that? Buggers, down at your level. Oh no! They're up here too! Coming out of the damn vents! Get back! No! Ah! The stack ah. closes after the officer is killed by the drones. Crime doesn't pay. Alternatively, if the rookie does have 29 audio logs, the officer jumps down with you. After heading through the door, the two emerge into an icy hallway with Covenant patrols and a war chieftain ahead. So before I kind of go forward, did you know that this is, this is how you get the final audio no. log? So no. you have to get all of them, and then once you get to Data Hive, this encounter happens. So I have all the data logs, so I got this. I did um, I had them from previously. I wasn't getting them during this playthrough. But, uh, yeah. So, I like how... I mean, we haven't talked about the audio logs much. Um, but I like how they do this last one as kind of like a, like an event. Bit of a payoff. <laughs> yeah, like they kind of like... And, and if, you're, if you've listened to them, the, the story kind of makes sense as to like maybe what's going on or why this guy is like... Um, um, like what's he what's he doing here? Why is he being secret? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You can you can keep this in. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, Bungie they had their like Witch Queen reveal. Yeah, for Destiny. Mm -hmm. And they announced a 30th anniversary pack, and it's um, it adds a bunch of cosmetics. Like the Titan gets like a Needler shoulder. Huh. Um, the Warlocks get like an actual Halo as like their band. That's it's cool. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, but they announced uh, that it's coming out December 7th. The, of course it happened around the, December 7th. The day before Halo, which is weird because why is Halo coming out on a Wednesday? It is? Yeah, December 8th is a Wednesday because December 7th would be that Tuesday. And that's Man, when Dying Light good, comes out. I'm going to have a nice little week. Dude, the dates for games nowadays, though, have been I think they Fridays just realize that they Thursdays just... Thursdays and, like, nobody gives a shit about them. I yeah. think everyone's... Because, I mean, especially in the time of COVID, I bet you most no, people are buying... before. Well, but even... But I, I'm saying especially now. In the way of, like, no one's, not a lot of people feel like going, at, like, especially in the last year, you couldn't really go out to get a game. Everyone's buying their games online, so it's not like, and it's weird, they used to be, like, Tuesdays, so that didn't even really make yeah. even sense either. So, I think Fridays, honestly, are the most, make the most sense, in my opinion, in the way of, like, you give it to the people on their weekend, you get that whole weekend yep. to fucking play it and hang out and have a good time with it, but I, I don't know either. It's very confusing. Let's jump back into it. Trooper, hold up a sec. I've got to check on a personnel issue. Uh, the officer walks up to the door on the left side of the frozen room. Crime scene. Restricted entry. Shut up, Virgil. You hear me? Icy condition. Chains required. Freaking machine. Whole city's gone to hell. Wait here. 
Watch for hostels. I'll be back. And um, if the rookie follows him, yeah. So I mean, you there's really no reason to not, not go to after him. him. Like if you go after him, you know that's that's where you find the auto log. If you don't, nothing happens. <laughs> uh, what are you stupid? I told you to wait outside. In front of him, a frozen body is crouched against the wall. When the rookie approaches the body, step away from there. This ain't none of your business. Kinsler gave me a real specific instruction. Make sure the doc's dead and make double sure nobody knows about it. Caution, traveler. Caution. Sorry, friend. You know way too much. The officer fires at the player and the rookie kills the traitor. Crime doesn't pay. Good citizens do their part. If the rookie approaches the telephone next to the Sadie's father. Re- repeat that. Who is Sadie's father? The audio logs. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So Sadie's a name. Just, All right, yeah, you said okay. the Sadie. <laughs> Next to the Sadie's father? Come on. All right. <clears throat> if the rookie approaches the telephone next to Sadie's father, he can download the last part of Sadie's story. Yeah, so basically, like, you find out, like, the new Mombasa police department, like, chief is kind of, like, corrupt. And Sadie's father is the person who built Virgil and the superintendent, like, that. Okay. We'll, we'll get into Virgil in a, in, a, in a little bit here. But basically, her father gets killed. And like I forget exactly what happens to her. She ends up escaping New Mombasa, but it's basically like the story behind who created the superintendent. Mm. Sure. And he ends up dying here. Okay. And right. that's what it is. So like the New Mombasa police chief is sending a, a cop to go make sure he's this is dead. taken away. Yeah, right, taken right, care right. of. Yeah, taken care of. It's an interesting way to kind of tie up like, uh, like uh, obviously like a side content into like kind of like main story in a way. Yeah. I, I kind of like how they did this. I think it was it's. It's very interesting now that you explain it. I've never gotten them before, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. All right, the rookie leaves the room and continues to a crossroad. To the left is a dead body. No, oh, Jesus. The rookie leaves the room and continues to a crossroad. To the left is a dead end with a flamethrower in the corner. Up ahead is a path. Uh, the hall starts to go from frozen to normal temperature. Buck, who knows if he can hear me, but I'm sorry. I should have told you more about this mission, more about everything. At the end of the hallway is a Covenant Lance, trying to break through the locked door. The rookie kills them. The door at the end of the hallway opens. The door leads to a narrower hallway with a locked door at the end. The rookie knocks on the door, and a cutscene ensues. The rookie approaches the door cautiously, watching the hallway. SMG at the ready. He lowers it, knocks on the door two times, and readies his SMG again. The door opens, and Dare pulls the lever on her, on her pistol. Seeing the rookie there, she looks surprised. It's you! I thought... Never mind. What was your name again? <laughs> How does she not know what his name, name is? is. It's a, I know. Very good like, question. It really doesn't make sense. You're a terrible person. Right? Yeah. Right, right, she yeah. should know. Right. So let's finally jump into our dossier on Veronica and Dare. Serial number 73398-38490-VD. Looks like they found what they're looking for. She is a captain in the UNSC Navy and an intelligence officer in Sector 1 of the Office of Naval Intelligence. During the Battle of Earth, she took command of Alpha 9, a shock trooper squad led by Gunnery Sergeant Edward Buck. Veronica Dare was a graduate of a naval academy, likely the officer candidate school on Luna, which led to her eventual posting with the Office of Naval Intelligence. Some years prior to the Battle of Earth, she was in a romantic relationship with Edward Buck and was for a time assigned to the UNSC Say My Name as an intelligence officer. What is up with these names? That's the ship that we came from in the beginning. I mentioned USA, it then. US, yeah, we're on the USA. Say, say My Name. Say My Name. What is the name? No, that's the name. Say My Name is My Name. Say what name? Say My Name. 
What's your name? That is my name. God damn it. <laughs> While her presence on Reach around the time of the invasion is confirmed, her location at and actions remain unknown. All that is known is that she made it off Reach with Gunnery Sergeant Buck. Not a lot of info on her. I was kind of expecting, I'm like, there's got to be something in a comic or a book or yeah. some shit. There's really not a lot on her. That's interesting. It's Yeah, and she's definitely like the most interesting character of the bunch. She kind of looks like... um. Skeletor? What's her, no, I actually, I, she looks like uh, Bo-Katan from Mandalorian. I literally was like... I feel bad for saying that she looks like Skeletor. Yeah, like she literally looks Hold like... Hold on! Hold on to that! Right, no, okay. Hold on to that! Okay, alright. That's interesting. Dare is the first playable female character in the entire Halo series. Nice. You can play Dare in... Um, Firefight? Yeah. yeah. Dare is the only non-playable squad in the campaign. Veronica is voiced by Trisha Helfer who is widely known for a portrayal of number six from Battlestar Galactica. Helfer's likeness was also used to model Dare. She joins Katie Sackov as another Battlestar cast member, leading to lending their voice to the Halo games. Interesting. So she knew Katie Sackov. But it looks like her. Like it even like it really like looks like like it, not even like her. It looks like Bo Katan. But that is funny that like it leads to led to like <laughs> she's even got like the like, like I don't even know. She's what a very like that. bony face. She's got a very bony face, but then Skeletor. she has like her kind of like tiara even almost that Bo Katan yeah. has. Like where it like kind of go. It, it looks like almost spot on. It was really interesting to me. And obviously this is earlier. Like Bo Katan didn't even exist by this point. Ah. Uh, Clone I, Wars? I don't believe she... I, she was in the Clone Wars show, which I think... Here, let's see. Yeah, I don't know what year that those episodes... Clone Wars had to have been out in 07. Had to have. The movie might have been. No, the series. When? No, wait, this isn't 07. This is like 09. Okay, yeah. when, okay when... Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're it, it's gotta be 2009. Reach came out like what? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah. I know I know. we talked about dates. it, but... Yeah, dates. I'm gonna... While you're looking at Yeah, up, keep going, yeah. Bungie's love of Seven is shown with Dare. In the campaign, if a weapon is swapped with Dare's pistol, her pistol always will have seven rounds missing. The, the number th 035 and the emblem of the UNSC Office of Naval Intelligence can be found on the left side of Dare's helmet. It is possible it means that she is a member of Oni Recon Team 035, a reconnaissance intelligence unit, at, and... And she is an intelligence offer and even wears a recon armor variant. Any luck? I'm having trouble finding like when like it's her entire Wikipedia and I'm just trying to be like, well when did where did she first appear? What I love when you go to like a comic book Wikipedia or like someone like a superhero, it says first, first appearance. appearance is right there. Yeah. But I I don't know. I'm I'll keep looking a little bit, but I'm not gonna look go up crazy. Look up Bo Katan. Look yeah. go to that. Maybe it's in there. Well that's why I said Bo Katan first appearance. Oh, okay. And that, uh, yeah. But continue. The, the two here drones screeching uh, from a hallway, or if you escorted the N NMPD officer to the frozen section, an unknown, possibly covenant gurgle is heard. What? That sentence doesn't even make any sense. The, t the two here drones screeching coming from the hallway. Inside, now. The rookie enters the room, Dare hits a button, the door closes and locks. Cut to one of the superintendent's cameras. It looks over the room that Dare and the rookie are in. This way, and stay quiet. The view cuts from the superintendent, a view of the window in which Dare and the rookie can be seen walking towards the window. He displays the happy expression upon seeing them. Some idiots blew the building at the top of the shaft. Uh, woke the whole hive. That building is only alpha site. Uh, so Those idiots are? Us. Us. Essentially. Um... 
I did find it finally. Okay. Uh, 2012. She was first introduced. Okay. And the clone. I think Clone Wars was like 2010s was when that started. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's weird. That's to not think. my timeline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A drone crawls on the wall above the window, then flies away. A view, uh, uh, the view goes inside the room. The rookie walks up to the window. Down there, that's the superintendent, the AI that runs every system in the city. My mission, our mission, is to secure the superintendent's data. The view goes to the superintendent's camera, showing the rookie and Dare. Problem is, there's only one way in from here, right through the hive. It would have it been suicide to go alone, and I was hoping for backup. I guess you're it. Uh, we, we return to the room. Dare walks up to the exit. You've been solo since we dropped? Fighting on the surface? The rookie nods his head. Unless you spent all night hiding in your pod, which he did, you, <laughs> you must know your stuff. Dare readies her pistol. Show me. And we make our way to the the superintendent's core. This is pretty much all gameplay. Yeah, but yeah literally, rookie was... I'm, he, he must only be up for like 30 minutes, an hour. At this I'd point, say an hour at the most. Yeah, it yeah, seems like, like yeah. you know he's just running. Eh, maybe it's longer. I guess he's trekking around the whole. What time city. does it set? How long after drop does six it set? Six hours. Six hours. Yeah. So he wakes up, pretty much like. When? Do, how? How long after drop does he wake up? Does it say when he gets out of his pod? I just answered you. Six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that at this point in the game no. it was six hours past R- drop. The rookie wakes up six hours after drop. Does it tell you what how long after drop it is in this at this point? It says six. A- it says six hours after drop. It's even at this point. Yeah. It does. Oh. Yeah. When you start it up. Oh, yeah. I might have missed that. I know I've been doing that. So then, but so then it would have been within the same hour. Then are we saying, or is it? I would well, imagine. He's Unless all he's, he's been doing is going up to things and fiddling around. Yeah, and shit. And yeah, just killing a few Covenant scum. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. He hasn't been doing th- all that much in the true, grand true, scheme of things. Yeah. Um, the view shifts to inside the data center. The entrance opens to see Rookie and Dare. They walk slowly in, weapons at the ready. At the end of the room is what appears to be a data core. The two look at it, that's lights a- spark off of it, and there's strange noises. The door closes on them. Dare activates a flashlight on her pistol. She points at the core. The view goes to the superintendent. Um, the camera is above Rookie and Dare. Emergency shutdown initiated. The screen goes to static, then shuts off entirely. Back with the pair, they walk to the core. Suddenly, Dare's pistol shows a small tentacle through a hole. If the player has 30 audio logs. Dare raises her pistol using the at- the attached flashlight on it to get a better look. The rookie then interrupts her and shakes his head, thinking the creature was scared of the gun. He then whistles to bring the creature out. However, if the player doesn't have the audio logs, he will raise an SMG with Dare. So because of the audio logs, you he find no- out what the uh, engineer, yeah. What, that's what so interesting. Is. Yeah. That's, that's I, really cool. Kind of like makes so basically pl- So yes. So if you don't, like she stops you. If no. You- you both aim your pistol at yeah. it. Uh, or you aim your weapon. Okay, I see. Yeah. All right, all right. So, and if, if you have the audio logs, Rookie knows what this engineer is. I got a text is. while this, like, whole scene was unfolding out, so I kind of got, I kind of missed the part from where it gets from, the, where they're pointing guns at it to where they're, like, friendly with it. I mean, it's all, it's like, yeah. just like, like, it's a, all in a second or two. Gotcha. Um, so, Dare... And Dare says, don't shoot. I mean, it's gonna, it could explode, too. I mean, that could be an answer as to why she says don't shoot, because she knows they, yeah. they blow up. <laughs> e- Either way, a long, thin head sticks out. Uh, a view goes to the pair where it reveals an engineer. We've seen them before on other ops, but we've never gotten this close. Dare puts her pistol down. Best we can tell, they're prisoners or slaves. Either way, they don't like the Covenant any more than we do. 
the engineer co comes close to them. The slips vase event fried most of the superintendent's circuits. I thought it might be finishing the job, but now I see that you weren't trying to hurt the superintendent. Dare reaches a hand out and puts it close to the engineer. You were trying to fix it. The engineer points his head towards the shard of metal on his back. Dare reaches up and takes it off. Dare reaches a hand out to the engineer and appears to sniff her hand. Um, Oni calls them engineers, believes they're some sort of biological supercomputer. If I'm right, this one's taken the superintendent's data and combined it with its own. Dare starts a pat on the uh, engineer's head. Everything we need to know about the Covenant, what they're looking Everything we need to know about the Covenant, what they're looking for under this city, is right in here. Beep, a, a beeping noise uh, from the core catches their attention. The engineer floats toward it <laughs> and uses his tentacle to push the button, revealing a small monitor. The superintendent zooms in on one of the jetpack brutes landing on the rooftop. The view goes back to the room and Dare approaches the monitor. Damn, buggers must have raised the alarm. The superintendent zooms out of, of the brutes and zooms in on the black figure. It's an ODST. Buck? Were you Buck or was I? Yeah. yeah. You want to do, do it again? No, yeah, go. Yeah. You start again. Buck! Veronica, where the hell are you? Data center, but we're coming out. We? This, the superintendent zooms in on him uh, from another camera. No time to explain, but do not. I repeat, do not shoot anything pink. Whatever you say, just come on. The view goes back into the data center where Dare picks up her pistol. Those brutes are here for the engineer. They'll kill it if they get the chance. Uh, you stay behind... Uh, to the engineer. You stay behind me, okay? Dare then nods to the rookie who's who's next to the door. The rookie opens the door and they both raise their weapons. So, who is this engineer? This is a realistically a normal engineer, but it is merged with a subroutine of the superintendent called Virgil. Virgil was created by Daniel Adesha. To look after his daughter, daughter Sadie Adesha. This is the audio log stuff. Because her mother was dead and he had to work very long hours. Using seamlessly endless resources of new and old Mabasa, Virgil would monitor her through the superintendent's network of security cameras and microphones. It was even capable of overriding municipal controlled machines when it believed it was acting in Sadie's best interest. For example, it brought a public train to a halt in an attempt to prevent Sadie from moving towards new Mabasa when her father's intention was to sign her up with the UNSC, Virgil believed, which Virgil believed would put her in unnecessary danger. Virgil performed its task without fault, although Sadie found it to be a little restrictive. It isn't quite clear whether or not Virgil was truly sentient or merely an incredibly advanced computer program that stimulated that simulated the reaction from a sentient mind very well. Some trivia for you. The name Virgil itself is likely a reference to the Divine Comedy, specifically to Virgil, the poet that guides the fellow po uh, poet Dante through the nine circles of hell and purgatory. Much in the same way, the rookie is guided through a metaphorical hell on earth and, des and destroyed new Mombasa, and also through the nine circles of audio logs, uh, a reference to the nine circles of hell. I did not realize that's what that was. That's interesting. That's cool. The audio logs are labeled like circle one, like they have like names to them. I hmm. never realized that. That's hmm. cool. Despite his pacifist nature, Virgil is not above insulting others. It can be seen when the brutes are trying to break into the superintendent's main data core. Virgil uses the superintendent saying about spaying and neutering dogs and keeping them on a leash as an insult to the brutes and to serve uh, and their servitude to, uh, to the prophets. It is almost certain that the information regarding the portal and truth's plan that the main characters of Halo 3 know was provided by Virgil. 
The advances made the advances made in energy shield technology after the Human Covenant War by the UNSC may have also been aided by Virgil. Virgil's name is the password the rookie uses to obtain the map to New Mombasa. Uh, we exit the hive with Dare, Buck, and Virgil after fighting swarms of Covenant. Doors locked. Damn. Don't. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Don't worry. We have a key. The engineer uh, heads the door and starts unlocking it. I've seen hundreds of. I've seen hundreds of these things today. Why is this one so important? This engineer knows what the Covenant is after. If I could safely capture more of them, I would. What they know can win the war. Oh? Ha you haven't killed any of them, have you? No. Well, maybe one or two. Nice work, sarcastically. How was I supposed to know? The level ends as the four gather on the elevator. Some trivia. You start the, you start the level on sub-level seven. Another seven reference. The nine sub-levels before the player meets Dare. In, is one of the many games reference references to the divine comedy, specifically the nine circles of hell. According to the book, the ninth level of hell is actually cold, is reflected by the surface area, the frozen area where you find Dr. Andesh's body. Uh, just before entering sub-level eight, you will encounter an MNPD officer. The superintendent is seen acting strangely toward, towards him, refusing to open data stacks for him with phrases like, warning, hitchhikers may be escaped convicts. The latter's a reference to the final segment of the level, the Maw, in Halo Combat Evolved. So you know how, like, there's subheadings for certain parts yeah. of the level? Hitchhikers, maybe escape convicts, is the first subheading in the Maw. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, this is the only level in the game in which you can use a flamethrower against uh, non-flood NPC enemies. Uh, Dare's equipped... Dare's quip. Yeah, I see that now. <laughs> Dare's quip to Rookie about him sleeping in his pod is quite ironic, as the Rookie did in fact stay in the spot for six hours during the after drop, thus receiving relatively light contact with the Covenant as compared to his squad mates. The superintendent's data core ho is housing is very similar to the design of the four power core uh, chambers in, Marathon, in the Marathon video game series. You can probably skip this one. This last one, because we already went over this about yeah, the different colors. Yeah, this is a bit more. That, that mm -hmm. was we had another trivia fact about Virgil and stuff. Yeah. All right. Our final level. Before we move on, uh, let's talk about the scenery in this level. Okay. I really like this level. Like. Oh, uh, what? Coastal you, Highway. No. Uh, data. Data Hive. Data hive. Oh, yeah. Like this felt like Alien or like with the hive and the bugs sleeping. Definitely on the, did. Sleeping yeah. on the roof yeah, and you had yeah. to like sneak through. It yeah, was for sure. I just shot all them. I wasn't idiot. Oh, I, I, I walked right. Yeah, there. I walked yeah. right. By I don't him. know why I did it. I was but like, like uh, when you go down for the first time, you're like, wow. no, you definitely like moved. You can tell that this place is fucking cold. And it's it, it like obviously because yeah. of the, the AI need, and stuff. Right, you need to keep to it cold. cold. <laughs> but how are like the grunts running around down here? It's probably freezing. Yeah. No, know? absolutely. It felt kind of samey to me going through. To be honest, mm -hmm. like I was felt like I was just going through the same hallway. Oh yeah, fifteen absolutely. different times. Yeah. yeah. And like I just was like a little bit of like I'm not gonna lie. These last two levels in general, I was very eh. Like in general, definitely not story. I think story beats wise, very good, and I enjoy them a lot. But actual gameplay-wise, I despise this level. I think this Coastal Highway one, not the last one. I think Coastal Highway is one of the best warthog runs in the series. Really? Yeah, I, I think really, it's, I think I, it's really intense. The stakes of what's going on. Um, now I'm, I did play it on easy. Same. It just felt like I was just going from stop to stop, and I was just like, it was. It didn't feel as like kinetic and like fucking forward as like 
Halo 3 where you're trying to get off the exploding ring or even Halo 2 where you're right, maybe, there's non-stop like maybe I was a bit enthusiastic when I, I said so. that I think you were but I do like it it's different uh, sure like I, I do like what it tries to do um, compared to what we've seen in Halo 1 and 3 with the Warthog run where those are very samey um, and this one kind of like just approaches it a little differently that I like the level overall is kind of bland you're riding on a highway and then you get off at the, and then it's a the firefight map and then it's a right. firefight at the end yeah, yeah and, and then, that's it like it, yeah the last level is pretty underwhelming it's compared pretty to just yeah levels. nothing and again <clears throat> it sucks because i think story beats wise it really is like i said like uh, there's some cool epiphanies during these two levels but just getting to them i was just like all right i'm, I'm ready to be done but you liked the rest of the game Yes, I like the rest of the game a lot more. And I will levels. say, one Mabasa thing that annoyed Street me too. The highlight. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think so. And one thing I didn't love. It sets the tone. I think It the, absolutely does. I think that the in-between levels really set the tone. I, I mean, skipped a few of them, to be honest. We've, we've talked about it a bunch, but yeah, I don't think necessarily like the levels with like, when you're playing as Romeo or you're playing as Buck. They're not the tone setters. It's, it's, it's what the rookie dark, is dark doing. Street. Yeah. Even though, you know, we kind of just talked about it. It's like, he's not really like an integral part to what's going on in the story. I mean, they but don't like, even know his name. Right. They don't even know his name. Like, he's just trying to, he's just trying to like regroup with the squad. So. It is interesting. I know we've talked about it before, but it is interesting to me that they just didn't name him. Like, rookie. Like, I get, like, was, like, like why we didn't like I thought we got like something like a code and stuff like that but like we don't like ever actually get his name in this game anyways I mean, maybe it's told afterwards or, I don't think is no not no. at all even in the books even he's, 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 he's just, in a book yeah I don't understand I'm very it's interesting but let's continue Coastal Highway our final level of the campaign as the Battle of New Mombasa enters its final stages uh, Rookie Buck Dare and Virgil fight their way through the city's coastal highway uh buck and the rookie escort dare and virgil along the covenant infested highway with various warthogs a scorpion and even a mongoose hoping to reach the shipyards for extraction however a scarab manages to cripple the vehicle forcing the group to divert off the highway to a nearby building they fight off waves of covenant until they are finally saved by a phantom that was captured earlier uh alpha 9 reunites and they leave the war-torn city it is as it is glassed by assault and battle cruisers some of the visuals of the this is what I kind of thought you were talking about of like the the the, oh, the, ships, the ships coming out of slip space yeah. and like oh, peeking yeah. out through the clouds. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, when I that, was that like, last Covenant cruiser comes in, you yeah, see it come the, by yeah. the clouds. My roommate was walking by and cruiser. he was like, "Whoa, mm -hmm. that's sick!" Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. it really does. It like catches your. I could see why you you know now you say that. that like that's again that's something cool. But I I was annoyed that Buck couldn't drive the Warthog. He sucks. He's awful. <laughs> he sucks. I get he in the war I get in the gun and he just gets in the fucking passenger seat. Yeah. I'm like, at least let me shoot, maybe. Like, let me choose to either drive it or shoot. And then I tr and then I tried getting a ghost, but then Buck wouldn't move. So I was like, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's happened to, to me. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if I, I didn't want to continue and have Buck and be like, you lost Buck. So I just went back to him and got in the warthog with him again. I don't know. So um, Buck. Buck backs into the elevator, removing his helmet. Uh, Dare, the rookie, and the engineer are already inside. One quick question: um, what, Was the like engineer afraid to go in the ship because he because it's Covenant? Was that like why was it like? Yes, I assume so. I, yeah, that's what, that was my assumption. Okay, yeah. I was just curious. Is also is this the only time you see the is that an elephant? Is that the only time you see the elephant ever in like either it's the multiplayer? It's called an ol oliphant. Oh, uh, and yes. Yeah, All that's right, an well, elephant. Uh, it's it's a it's a garbage truck, but it's an elephant variant. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm like, this is not even worth bringing up. It's yeah, a fucking I didn't garbage think so. truck. It's, it's literally, literally a garbage gar truck. 
But I'm like, why is it built like a fucking tank? Tank, yeah. (laughs) Takes a scarab shot, like... Like it's no big deal? Yeah. Well, maybe that's because he had the shield around it. Oh, yeah. But still. No, it, dude, it decks through these cars. <laughs> it just runs them it over. Runs over the, it run, will run you over. That's just the most dangerous trash truck I've ever seen in my life. I love yeah. it. Whew, Lord, that thing stinks. Kind of reminds me of my... Dare punches Buck in the face. <laughs> what was that for? Abandoning the mission. What mission? You dropped off the grid. My squad was, my squad was scattered. Dare walks up to Buck and kisses him. Buck relaxes and puts his arms around Dare. And that... For coming, <laughs> for coming back. I hated this cutscene. I rolled my eyes, man. Really? Yeah, I just I, rolled I, my I kinda eyes. I kind of like it. I think it gives them a lot of character. Yeah, of, of course. I was but just it like, is confusing. Oh. Like, yeah, like why? Like why would she punch him in the face? Women, just, like tough love, kind of. Yeah, but still, yeah, like maybe a what punch you, to the arm. Oh, it's so it's so like stereotypical. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, but it's yeah. You're, no, you're absolutely right. The yeah. rookie and Virgil look awkwardly at Darren yeah. Buck and each other. Switch to the rookie's perspective. Thank you. You did good, rookie. No doubt. But we're not out of this yet. As Buck walks off the elevator, Dare teasingly looks back at rookie before following Buck. Can I just say it would have been like hilarious if he was like, you know, guys, it would be really nice if you could like learn my name and actually appreciate what the fuck I'm doing he here. Speaks for the like, first like, time. For the first time. Like, really, just like you guys all suck. Like, I basically saved everyone. So you can all fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't having it. Yeah. He actually didn't. He really doesn't do much. No, he really anything. doesn't. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Have you seen him in a cutscene? He's sleeping. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess maybe Dare wouldn't have made it in if he didn't make it there. Maybe. I guess yeah. that's kind of the thing, but yeah. We lead our group through the final trip in New Mombasa, and we head to the hu- we head to the waterfront highway. Real weird. Why is this level called Coastal Highway when the name of the wa- highway is actually Waterfront Highway? Buck says it. Why is it named Coastal Highway? Because they want to just make us angry. Those pieces it's of like, shit. It's like, I'm like, God it's damn a it. Waterfront highway. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe there coastal is like a highway coastal highway. The, like, coastal highway. The tongue yeah. Better? Well, isn't there like a coastal highway in like California, like a major coastal highway? When like I too? Googled coastal highway, <laughs> when I was going to the wiki, it brought me to that. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that's like the big one. Um, and the view of the highway at dawn opens. We cut to Dare, Rookie, and Buck, and Virgil, the, sc- the group, walking forward. Covenant cruisers fly above. Dare points to one. When did this happen? They started showing up right before I went underground. And you waited until now to tell me that? Buck takes off his helmet. Oh, I'm sorry. I was a little busy making sure Perfume over here didn't take a round and blow us all up. Virgil looks sad and floats away. Eddie Buck, always the one thinking with his gun. You haven't changed a bit. Me? What about you, oh so full... Oh, so full of big Oni secrets. Couldn't even give a guy a yes or no answer. That's not fair. Oh, you got that right. The rookie tries to motion the two that Virgil is gone, but to no avail. I never thought I'd see you again. Yeah, well, here I am. A cruiser jumps out of slip space, attracting the attention of the squad. We need to move now. You were too busy to plan our exit? I stole a Phantom. Yes, thank you. I hid it in the shipyards down the highway. But I only have room for two, so... That thing's going to have to sit on your lap. Buck points to where Virgil was, uh, then realizing he's gone. The engineer, where'd it go? Everyone looks around in panic and then to the Oliphant next to them, which is a garbage truck. The hatch (laughs) opens and Virgil's tentacles appears out of it. Uh, (laughs) Virgil sounds the horn twice. Dare runs the Oliphant. Is this the Timothy Oliphant? 
I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, Come yeah. on, give me something. I love the engineer. I love her. I do too. He's so, like, I think the engineers are just kind of cute in general, but, like, he, he has, like, he has, like, his his character comes out through the superintendent and what the superintendent's been doing and like the happy and the sad and him you know saying those like phrases to things situations and stuff and like even the 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 relationship banter between Buck and Dare I I don't know it's something that like it hasn't well been done. in Halo before no yeah. really and I think it adds a lot of character to like well again what you don't really have much here. of a squad you're working with as Chief you're not like right. working with yeah. and Chief isn't talking you're not getting like character Absolutely. banter through yeah. him so like they really. I feel like if there wasn't a relationship between the two, it'd probably be lacking a little bit. Yeah, because like what, I think you're it, right. There's it, not. There wouldn't be a, a, a narrow like a like a narrative hook. Why would you care about the characters? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, they made you like dare, especially. Well, and especially like when you go from like Master Chief, who is a lot more. He speaks through actions. A hundred. Like you're not really getting his inner monologue. He's not speaking a lot. He's not. You are seeing. He's doing what he's doing, and you are realizing what he's doing through. What he's doing, but. It's it's interesting to go to these characters that really can kind of interact and have this repertoire, if you will. Keep me covered and try to keep up. <laughs> the tentacle just slips out. Christ. Ew. Ew. <sighs> and, and now that you've recovered, yeah, just. All right, guys, I'm gonna go. All right, <laughs> see you later. Take my advice, rookie. If you ever fall for a woman. Make sure she's got balls. Interesting. That's very <laughs> poignant even today. <laughs> Buck nods and moves out as the rookie cocks his head uh, as he's trying to figure out whether or not Buck is serious. <laughs> we will fight for the majority of the level running into all manner of covenant as we watch battle cruisers enter Earth's atmosphere with the intent of looking for the portal. The scarab gun fires its main cannon at the garbage truck, severely damaging it. Uh, Veronica, talk to me. The asset. <coughs> it's all right. Screw the alien. What about you? I'm fine. The garbage trucks had it. Take the next ramp off, trooper. I see a building north side of the highway. We'll hole up there and wait for evac. So we we talked about the, the like the highway part of it, but yeah. like, does anyone have anything to add before we go over that? No, I think Not we touched really. on it. I think we kind of got everything. Okay, in. cool. Uh, we wind up at the entrance of the Uplift Nature Reserve. Oh, oh we're, we're back. Zoo. I was trying to think about this, and I'm like, it leads into the city. Where's like? Where's the, like, yeah? Where's the zoo? Like, I'm like, this is confusing. I'm like, there's, where? there's not a lot of logistics. Maybe here. it's underground. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are we going? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we fight for a little bit, and um, it was a little long. Nah, I didn't think it was terribly long, but again, it. Uh, Maybe on easy, it felt longer. Oh no, like, yeah, that's. I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, dude, you always sniper get... rifle rounds weren't killing brutes in one shot in the head. Like sometimes they were. But other times, like, I just, I'd shoot them, like, with a beam rifle, and they just take their shield down. Yeah. So I don't know what, definitely. like, is that how, I thought in, like, do, brutes that, have, I feel like the brutes are just, they have ridiculous health. Even on, it's funny, even on easy. Yeah, I know we that was about that in Halo 3, yeah, too. exactly. It's just so yeah. weird to me. In Halo 2. Halo 2, sorry. Yeah. 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 That's what, that's what I feel like. Halo yeah, 3, yeah. they kind of, I feel like they balance it a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, something I noticed. Mickey, what's your ETA? Trio. Have to route, have to reroute. Gunny, the whole damn city is on fire. Trooper, I have a tier one asset with a whole bunch of Covenant who want it dead. Whatever you're doing, step on it. Yes, ma'am. The last Phantom drops off numerous jetpack, uh, jump pack brutes, and a brute chieftain. The trio defeats them. Mickey's ca- uh, captured Phantom flies into view and directly above the two wraiths. Woohoo! 
crew, line them up, boys. Romeo, take the one on the left. <laughs> These guys are just Southern hillbilly, <laughs> man. <laughs> what, a, what a squad. I got it. Keep her steady, says Romeo. <laughs> the two wraiths are disabled. The Phantoms hover above the right parking lot. For replacements, you make one hell of a team. Just nice to know they really do listen. Come on, let's get out of the city. The rookie secures the Phantom's landing zone. Dutch drops off from the dropship and points his SMG at the engineer. That thing's safe. Long as it don't get hit. <coughs> the ground suddenly shakes as an assault carrier exits the space dangerously close to the surface. It begins to charge its energy projector. The engineer sees the assault, character, assault carrier seems to panic and refuses to move. Dare attempts to drag the engineer to the Phantom. Come on, damn it, move! Oh, nuts. Buck pushes the engineer until it, until it and Dare are under the Phantom and get pulled inside. What can I say? Buck pulls a piece of the drone's wings out of his bodysuit and then crushes it with his hands. It was a hell of a night. The assault carrier begins glassing the area as the Phantom pulls out with everyone on board. And our final cutscene. Buck and the rookie pull an injured Romeo from the plasma cannon to the center of the vessel. Easy does it. Ugh! We went through hell for that thing? Give him some meds, would you? It's important. It knows things. The rookie gives uh, Romeo an injection. Heck, Gunny. I wasn't talking about the alien. Mickey, I'm sending you a very special co-pilot. Aw, oh, come on. I don't want one of those things in here. It won't bite, and unlike you, it knows what to tell those cruisers to keep them off our tail. Virgil floats to the controls. I think they're too busy to care. Dare walks to the side of the ship and... To watch the carriers burn the city. Looks like they found what they're looking for. Buck joins her. What about you? What about us? Dare holds Buck's hand. <laughs> Win this war? Then ask me that again. What about you? What about us? <laughs> Cheesy. That was great. That was good. <laughs> Dutch presses a control panel. The Phantom's sides close and it sets off for space. Leaving multiple Covenant assault carriers and CCS class battle cruisers to glass the city. As the camera zooms out, it reveals that the Covenant ships uncover the portal. Epilogue. Epilogue. Oni orbital facility one month after drop. Veronica and a Marine walk down the passageway. The screen cuts the Marine's face from view. Lord Hood may have given you clearance, but it, w it was my op, and it's my interrogation. We only captured one. It's very delicate. The Marine is revealed to be Sergeant Johnson. Don't worry. I know what the aliens like. I know what the I alien. know what the ladies like. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a reference to that one. <laughs> the hatch opens, and the two walk into the interrogation room. Virgil is floating... In the center, toying with an FN9's optics package. Buck's squad is sitting uh, or standing nearby. The rookie is sleeping next to some stairs. Of course he fucking is. Yeah. In the beginning, he was sleeping, <laughs> and at the end. It has access to the Covenant battle net? Limited, but yes. We're not entirely sure how it manages to remote connection to the... Johnson throws a lighter at the uh, engineer who catches it. The ODSTs arm their weapons. Whoa! Stand down! Stand down! Sergeant Major... Sergeant Major, please. It is extremely flammable. Johnson walks up to the engineer. The brutes, the bastards who put the bombs on your buddies and killed millions of my people. Johnson sits down in a nearby crate. They're digging a mighty big hole. Johnson puts a cigar in his mouth. You're gonna tell me exactly what you're. You're gonna tell me exactly what they're looking for, and then you're gonna help me stop them. 
this is an Easter egg at this point. If the right stump stick is held left, you can see Buck with a caveman, which is sitting on a grate. Buck carefully picks up something off the monkey, possibly a bug, and approaches to put it in his mouth. <laughs> the Hergok or the the engineer lights Johnson's cigar, suggesting a deal. Johnson smiles, and the engineer clicks off the lighter, and the screen blacks out with the lighter's click. I thought that was a really amazing scene. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, like I love how he just he was no, pulled he, right up. He's he, like, I know what the fuck to say. He's like, <laughs> and then the way he just clicks open the lighter and lights it. So and we good. get a legendary only scene, which I kind of forgot about. In I the superintendent's even... underground data center, many engineers were looking uh, looking around the area as as one looks behind to see the prophet of truth arriving from above on his gravity throne. He examines the two engineers behind him who then leave. A large hole is shown with a part of a forerunner relic located underneath. Several phantoms fly around in the area. The prophet of truth smiles and leaves. The phantom is then seen moving towards the structure. So we have one Easter egg um, from this level. A destiny Easter egg can be found at the at the start uh, of the mission as an Ascal Ascalon poster featuring a white sphere orbiting Earth with the slogan "Destiny awaits." You mentioned this, I think, in the first episode. Yeah, you can you can see that in like any of the Mumbai huh. streets. Is yeah. that is that out now though? Did you say that was taken out at this point? Yeah, they took so, it out. Yeah. They replaced it for uh, with just Earth, and it says for, for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Master Chief. For the, yeah, interesting. All right. That's it for ODST Trio. Yes. with the review roundup. I'm here. I'm back for the review roundup for the Halo go? series. I didn't know you left. Well, this is review roundup. Trio is, is back. Oh, this is Trio's. This is Trio's corner. Yeah. Thank gotcha. you so much for joining me. Yeah. But overall, we got an 83 on Metacritic here out of 100. Uh, we okay. got about 80 positive ratings, 13 mixed rate ratings, and one negative rating. One. Wow. Okay, so we, it's got, saying. we got one to choose from. So uh, we'll start from the top. I'll go. We got official Xbox magazine with a 95. This Halo, quote, this Halo manages to earn its its own keep while learning from. Oh, hold on. Sorry. This Halo manages to earn its own keep while learning from its predecessors. That doesn't make any sense. It's to earn its own keep? Earn its. That's exactly it. This Halo manages to earn its own keep while learning from its predecessors' mistakes and balancing fan expectations. It's no small feat, particularly particularly when the Master Chief is nowhere in sight. It's pretty interesting. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Game Informer, uh, quote, if, you, uh, uh, if, like me, you found yourself slowly f f uh, falling out of a love for the Halo series over the years, ODST provides a fresh, exciting experience that rekindles your interest in the, in the seminal sci-fi shooter. That's a 93. Uh, we got... Uh, let's see. There's not really a lot of IGN here. One. We got 90. Oh, okay. uh, there are places where Halo 3 ODST could be improved, but when it comes right down to it, every Halo fan should buy this game. Even if you've lost interest in the franchise over the years or, it hasn't, or you haven't given a Halo game a look, you'd do well to grab ODST with a few friends for some of the best multiplayer gaming around, especially with as wonderful as an addition as Firefight. I, I agree with that one a lot. I think that one's pretty... I think, I think it's poignant. I agree. Speaking of Firefight, I was reading the uh, Master Chief Collection Season 8, and they're actually updating Halo 3 ODST Firefight. Oh, really? For To include Flood. Oh, wow. So you can do Flood ODST huh. Firefight. Do you, you don't fight, fight no. Flood in this at all, nope. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah There's no what, Flood on her. Yeah, Not yet. Uh, we'll get down Not to more yet. of the, the middling reviews here. Uh, Xbox World Australia said this. Quote, when ODST impresses, such as during moments when massive things go boom in the distance, it certainly gives your heart a bit of a jump. 
but then it yanks all hope of an epic experience away quickly and easily uh, and returns you to the rut of reused outlets and recycled gameplay ideas. They've been reusing stuff for years. I, know, I don't yeah. want to hear that complaint. Uh, games Radar, and that was a that was a seventy. <laughs> if I didn't say it, seventy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Games Radar. Uh, we got a seventy. In many ways, Halo Three ODST marks a bold departure from the franchise's formula with story, characters, atmosphere, and multiplayer that are refreshingly, uh, surprisingly different. Due to for a sure. short campaign and overly familiar gameplay, however, it fails to escape the quote expansion pack label. Wait. So what? they're basically equating that it. That pretty much gives you the expansion pack label. It's deriving off of three. That's exactly what. No, I know it seems weird. Get. Like I think, but I, th I guess the idea was back then they were these. They were supposedly expecting it to be more of a full experience. Man, if that game came out now, it would get chewed up. This game, think? I think so. I would. I Just actually agree. How much? This was a full game, sixty dollars. No, game? no, no I don't think it was. I, I think, think it was thirty was bucks, bucks, maybe. Well, see, that's again. I think there's there's certain things that mitigate that. If you put. If you put a smaller experience out at a reduced price, people usually are like, oh, "That's fine," and as long as you're upfront. Yeah. But if you, as long, but if you're sitting here now today and being like, "This is what you're gonna get," and then completely under delivering, people will not be kind. Okay. You're absolutely, absolutely right. I think I think it, that's a hundred percent true. Uh, we'll go to Eurogamer at a sixty. Thinking about ODST uh, as a, the must buy for the player who uh, plays. Okay, sorry. One more time. Thinking about ODST as the must buy for a player who plays alone is totally wrong. And even if the scenario changes uh, playing with your friends, thinking about GTA Lost in the Damned as a full game released at 800, 1800 megabytes I see what they're doing. should let everyone think about buying it at full price. I'm so confused. They're comparing it to GTA, but they're so, comparing uh, yeah. it to Lost in the Damned. In the way of like, this is almost like a DLC. Like, so, hmm. so they're saying you just don't get enough, basically, it seems like. It's just confused. It's a bit of a confusing way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then, What's our just give me guy? give me a guesstimate of where you think the negative's at. 30. 45. Closest without being over is Chris, but you are the closest at 42, is the, is the, is the Metacritic. Uh, and here it is. Wait a minute. ODST did drop at $60. It did? That's crazy. I That's thought, unreal. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I thought it did. I, I couldn't have told you otherwise. Hmm. I, but, like, I feel like I'm like, that yeah. was just my, I it's wouldn't like 40 have, bucks. I wouldn't <laughs> have known that for sure, but my guess was that it did. They even put out an article and said Microsoft justifies the price. What? We'll hit you. All right, so this is from Gaming Nexus. Don't really know much about them, but quote, ultimately, Halo 3 ODST's campaign is a big disappointment while it, introduce, while it introduces some great multiplayer features. That was the, that was the tagline. This headline. dude didn't like the music. Loser. He didn't like the music. He didn't like, well, he just didn't like. Uh, Halo 3 ODST is truly two games packaged, two games in one package, a story-driven campaign, and a multiplayer experience. The two parts are so vastly divided, it's hard to consider them the same product. But this is nothing new for Halo games. It's that a horde mode. I, I wouldn't agree with that at all. Nah, the guy who, seems who wrote like, that? Uh, let's see what his... Uh, this was written by uh, Sean Sines on 9-22-2009. I'm sending him an angry letter. Yeah, we're going to fuck this guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do no, no, so, no. one thing I want to add to this. So you're probably wondering, guys, what happens to Alpha 9? Where do these guys go? Oh, we're bringing this up? Well, we know Romeo and Buck become... Yeah. Spartans? Yeah. Wait. Romeo and Mickey? And Buck? The three of them? Hmm. Buck, Romeo, and Mickey are all join the Spartan 4 program. So 
what happens is essentially two years later during a mission against insurrectionists, Rookie dies. Rookie's killed. Um, the Rookie's death has long-standing consequences. Romeo blamed Mickey for his death. The group's harmony was lost. And soon after, Alpha 9 was dissolved when Buck, Romeo, and Mickey joined the Spartan 4 program. The guilt made Mickey easily recruited by a group of insurrectionists, betraying his two mates, uh, and he f- but he failed and was captured. So Mickey goes off... What's the so expression? He, goes off the coop? Goes off the rails? No, yeah. he yeah he uh, he betrays them. Yeah, why am I? For, he defects. Defects. Yeah. yeah. So, but after he's become a Spartan, I think he's in the program to become one. I don't think uh, he becomes. Okay, but one. he doesn't get there quite. Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's like a Mickey has a chance to like save rookie, and he freezes up. Oh, I see. He like freezes up, and that yeah. like, he gets killed kill. by like yeah. an insurrectionist. Yeah, leader. like mm-hmm. execution, like point blank. I'm pretty sure it's like pistol to the back of the head. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's so you know we'll we'll be talking about Buck in the next um, game. The next game he makes an appearance in Reach, and then we'll be talking about him in the again next game in, in four. Uh, but the other guys are pretty much gone. Yeah. Jeez. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Dutch is mentioned here. Um, and then obviously, yeah. Alpha nine. This is a bit gone. of a sidebar. But when are we, do we know anything about the time frame of when we're getting that Halo TV show? No. I know they're filming. We know they cast in Master Chief. I thought that whole thing went... went no, there was like a new, new one. No, I know. I Paramount thought, Plus I th- one? I think so. I think that that news was when it was before with... No, he just posted a picture of him with like his Master Chief face mask on. Recently? Yeah. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. like, I'm What's pretty, the actor's name? I can't remember. He's a big fucking dude. Which, I mean, obviously, you, you kind of have to that. be. <laughs> so, here, let me see. Um, is that an actual... No. There's no way that's actual. Uh, TV series in development for Paramount Plot. Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television is producing. Uh, as we know how rough... We know now roughly when it's coming out and who's playing some of the most important characters. Uh, it is expected sometime in Q1 2021. Yeah, that looks uh, about right. But it's been, it's been, it's been held up for... Uh, COVID. Obviously, apparently there was some. It looks like there's some leaked screenshots that love like of the show. I can't, dude. Whoa, no way. But I can't tell. There was one that looks kind of real, but I can't remember the guy's name. It's a it's a relatively unknown uh, actor. I'm pretty confident playing him. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Uh, what? It takes place during the the war. I guess so. I. I need to look out. more into that. Next time, next time we maybe when we get to the end of this, we can kind of talk more. May, hopefully by then we get more a little bit detail wise. Nah, Apparently there's that a bunch of like stuff. Forward onto Dawn Five. I mean, I'm a suit. By the time we get done this in December, I'm hoping we have more details on I that. I don't think we will. I mean, but why? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> the gut. Uh, but apparently, yeah, no. So, so um, Arbiter. Go. Oh no, that's two Spartans. Yeah, look at this one. There's like a thread. I thought it was Arbiter for a second. Yeah, it does kind of look like him with the two shoulder mm-hmm. lights. Absolutely. So, so. What so. No, I want to like. So we finally have reached the end of ODST. Guys, where are we ranking it? Is it. So it's 3-2-1 is our list. I was 2-3-1. You were two, three, one. I think I was also two, three, one. Yeah, I think we were both two, three, one. I can't remember, though, for sure. Well, you should. It's your rankings, man. 
I'm just trying to even think just off the top of my head. I could have right sworn it was 3-2-1. I was not. I was 2-3-1. Okay, so where... I think I'm at 2-3-1. God damn it. Really? Yeah, I think so. 2 was a lot of fun to replay. Like, just the way... Like, that made Halo Halo. It's because they gave it some love and gave it It gave back. it so much love. There's so much more going on in it. Did, three I, three curi- felt like a... I, I need to listen back. I'm curious if I agreed with that at the time. And I'm curious if this is how I felt at the time, too. I feel like this is how I felt. But <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I, I really do feel like just Halo 2 was the Halo I remember. And then replaying through Halo 3, I was like, this is a continuation of 2. Major, which obviously, it's the number it's, it's supposed to be. So but I, like, I assume 3 is after 3. Or sorry, ODST is after 3. Yeah, I would say that. For me, I'd say two, three, ODST, one. I would almost say ODST is better than three. I I, I want to say it, but I, I can't. I had right? more fun with Halo 3 for me, for I, sure. I did, there's something about the, the ODST music, that, really, that really makes it stand on its own. But, like, I really have a difficult time being, like... ODST is better than three. Like I just can't. I can't do it. Mm. <laughs> it's so tough because it it's, it's so good. Just the the scenery. So I it's guess like a big change of pace. M- my, I gotta look back, but I guess my order as of now, forgetting what what I ordered it as, is three, two, ODST, one. And again, it's kind of hard to put. It's kind of hard to put ODST in front of one as well, or sorry, two as well. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. You can't put it in front of two. No, I yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I'd say two, three, ODST, one, because the memories on three, just the multiplayer and. Right. I'm trying to just go from like what we played this run through, I guess. If we're basing it all, I think it's still stand two, three. Yeah, it's, this this game is hard to slot in. Mm-hmm. I I for a fact. No, that was it. That's about it for me. I think. Yeah, I'm I was gonna say three. any other uh, so what thoughts. Did you, what did you? I think three. It's gonna be two, three. ODST one. Yeah, okay. I think uh, that's cool, cool. where I'm at. Yeah. Well, be interesting to see how much our Reach, list stays the uh, same. Yeah, as, as after us, I think I already can tell where four and five are gonna go, which is out of memory. But oh yeah, we'll it's, see it's how really that hard. turns out. No, Reach is the, the other one. Reach like, is a bit of a wild card for me. Right, yeah. I, I don't know where Reach is going to slot in. I will say Reach gets a a bump because I get to make my own character. I, see a lot. I see I, I, for me, a lot of people have a lot of like. There's a lot of love for Reach, and I, and yeah. I, I don't necessarily. Yeah. I think I, love I think Reach. Reach is like a tad overrated. Like I I played I it. I played it not a, a year fun. ago yeah. when I got my Series X. It was the first game I played, so this playthrough is going to be like. I recently just went through it. Oh, so, cool. Um, yeah, I always, I always thought I'm like, why do people love Reach so much? I don't know. It, maybe the qual. I really like the assassinations, sprinting, definitely sprinting. Thank you. Was that Thank when they brought in like armor abilities? That's it. Yeah. 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 yeah so like armor lock, holo- was hologram. Yeah, I think hologram, hologram was one. Yeah. Invisibility. Hmm. Um. Yeah, oh, playing through Reach is gonna be fun. It is. I can't wait to play through it again. I am excited. But does that do it for us today, guys? I think it does. I think so. Thank you all so much for listening along with us on our Halo 3 ODST journey and our just Halo journey in general. This has been a lot of fun to do these re-3s. Uh, you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search the Delco Nerd Network. We are on all these social medias uh, at Delco Nerds on there. We have a Facebook page. We have a Discord channel. 
which is where we discuss a lot of fun stuff like Halo Infinite and other things like that. And I'm sorry for, for slapping my mic. Uh, you can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. We have an email, DelcoNerds at Gmail. You can email us with your comments, questions, or concerns. We'd be happy to respond. But for Chris, for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.